It's Wednesday night. It's January 25th, 2023. Brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast coming at you, streaming live on the Kicking Out Podcast YouTube channel and Twitter page. Hit like, hit subscribe, hit follow, hit the notification bell. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast at. Do all the above. I'm Tilly. Geez, you're taking my uh, my outro away from me, and it's only the beginning of the show. I'm shorting it up for you, Paul. Yeah. I'm doing you a favor. Uh, Tanner Lee here, Paul Zartman here, as you just heard, and Austin Shepard here. I got the full crew here to uh, review a solid Dynamite tonight. Dynamite's making their Kentucky debut in Lexington, Kentucky. But uh, it was more than just the Dynamite uh, or the Kentucky Dynamite debut tonight. It was a real well deserved tribute show for Jay Briscoe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've, uh, they've been fighting for months and months and probably close to a year now to get him on television. And, uh, well, unfortunately this is what it took. Yeah. Unfortunately it came to these circumstances to get a Briscoe on Warner brother discovery. Um, at least they allowed it to happen. I don't know if yeah. we'll ever find out what happened behind Tone's closed doors for Tony to finally get it approved. But uh, it was a fun match between Mark Briscoe and Jay Lethal tonight, which we'll talk about in the main event. Um, but at least Warner Brothers did something because they took a backlashing, as they deserved this past week. Yes. There was a, a Cornette, and I know we always don't agree with old Jim Bob, but he – uh, obviously worked with the Briscoes in, in Ring of Honor when he was there for uh, a little bit of a t- uh, time period. But he basically said, look, I know – he didn't say I have the second best wrestling podcast in the world now. <laughs> he basically said I have one of the one of the top podcasts because he has been dethroned the last couple weeks. Yes. By our boy Dax. But – he made a comment that I have one of the top podcasts and I have one of the top uh, uh, reaches. So if anybody knows the man or woman, and he said a few choice words that I don't, I mean, I let one slip every once in a while out here with you guys, but I won't say what he said. <laughs> Basically said, if, if, if somebody would give me a tip of who the man or woman is, I will put them on my social media on blast I will put their email. I'll put their phone number. I will put whatever you want me to put on here to get their uh, attention. Um, and in, in typical Cornette faction, his co-host Brian Last had a really deep thought, and I got to thinking about it, and he was right. He kept thinking, you know what? If we did not have to deal with Warner Brothers through this whole time. That Tuesday, Jay could have been driving to Dynamite, could have been driving to the airport to yeah. fly to Dynamite, could have already been at the airport. He mm-hmm. could have not been in that situation. And, and when Brian last said that, and, and usually he's uh, – I wouldn't consider him a deep thinker uh, by listening to his podcast. I enjoy him. But um, but when he put that out there, it kind of – boy, man, put a lot of weight back on Warner Brothers, I, I thought. Yeah, by far. Yeah, I think uh, on top of the wrestling fans and, and wrestlers and everybody making their thoughts known this past week and the just debacle of the slap fight or whatever the hell they're calling that show that Dana Power White's running. Power slap. Power slap, thank you. I'm, I'm not watching it, whatever. Um, so I mean, it did so bad in the ratings last week and the backlash of 
really you're going to let that show air, but you're not going to let AEW do a proper tribute to Jay Briscoe. They finally made the right move. Well, not only are they going to let that show air, and not that I was, I've been a big UFC fan my whole life, um, enjoyed some of it, but uh, just before the show airs over New Year's uh, Eve, Dana White, and I know it's he's a celebrity and a camera should not be on him at all times, but you, again, you should never put your hand on a woman. Nope. Nope. No. And he was videotaping putting his hand on his own wife of 20 some, 30 some years or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so you have that happen. And then weeks after that, you air his slap show and, and you're not letting the Briscoes come on because of a tweet that these guys tweeted back in 2013 that they have apologized for and made amends for. And you have other wrestlers, uh, in that community come out and support him, man, mm-hmm. y'all get off your high horse. I know. Yep. And, and, and I know these executives are probably uh, in suit and ties and just look at AEW as a revenue source. Don't understand what professional wrestling community is. Don't get it. And it's not the NBA or the NFL to them or NCAA basketball. So that's why they, they put it on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Shame on them. But yeah, it pretty 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 sad by their their uh, taste of I don't know how you want to say it, by by their decisions to go ahead with the Dana White BS and you won't let a community honor one of their favorites. You got to wonder, like I said, we probably will never know exactly what happened behind closed doors or the conversations that take, took place. But part of me is hoping Tony just put his foot down and pretty much said, look. I hope Tony had 47 cups of double espresso. He went in that boardroom on 174 and just went nuts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I hope he put his foot down and said, look, you know, I know our TV um, talks are coming up. You know, if if you don't allow this to happen, I'm I'm gonna look elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he needed to do. I mean, if it came down to that, um, you know, we'll we'll say everybody kind of helped Warner Brothers Discovery decide to do this, but uh, I, I hope Tony did kind of, hey, look, we can do this, or we can go somewhere else that would have allowed it. Yeah, it shouldn't have come down to this to make this happen, but at least we got it tonight. And when I saw that graphic pop up yesterday, that was going to be Mark Briscoe against Jay Lethal. I popped. When I saw the graphic on my phone, I'm like, this, I mean, immediately, I was, I'm always excited for Dynamite, but it took my level up another notch. Yeah. Yeah. I almost thought with the uh, coverage you got, I'm like, and I think I texted you guys earlier. This has got – they got to lead in with a video intro of, of Jay and then go right into this match. And then when they came on the air and Jericho was halfway down the, the ramp, um, obviously their timing was a little bit off there, but they had a they had a, uh, a pack show. They had, you know, five pounds of stuff in a three-pound bag tonight. Yeah. Uh, uh, then it got to thinking, wait a minute. He hooked me because guess what? 
if I'm a casual viewer of Dynamite, I'm going to watch the whole darn show now, aren't I? Because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, you know, okay. And then right after the uh, uh, first uh, segment there, we did get a little uh, video tribute. Which is really well done. Very oh, well absolutely. done. Absolutely. Um, and then Eddie Kingston actually had one pretty similar to that um, with a different song behind it. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, well well done by uh, TK tonight on, on that. Yeah, and, and I, and I, I uh, was agreeing with you, Shep. I thought Mark Briscoe versus Jay Lethal would kick off the show. Um, mm-hmm. Looking back, I think they placed everything pretty perfectly because – you got a pretty good opener and, and Jericho and Sammy versus action and Dreddy and um, Ricky Starks. And not only that, there was some comedic relief too in the match. Yeah. So it kind of broke the ice a little bit for the crowd. Cause I think the crowd was expecting to get emotional pretty quick tonight. Mm-hmm. So broke the ice, had a good tag match and advanced the story. So that's why, that's why Tony's got the pencil and I don't. Yeah. And uh, you know, kind of like you said, Shep, the, the casual viewer um, they're going to, tune in expecting to see this first well now they get another name they know chris jericho so now they're gonna sit there and go okay well at least i'll watch this for jericho maybe he's on next and then the video package airs so now you're sitting there waiting for the match and then you get another solid match and you're hooked into that so i think and they did a really good job the first hour. A lot of the talent that was showcases their younger talent. Yeah. So I thought that was really, yep. really smart. Yep. Yep. So as we've been talking, uh, match one for Dynamite, Jericho and Guevara took on Action and Dreddy and Ricky Starks. Um, Guevara and Jericho go over in this one, and I was surprised. But again, it was probably to hook that casual viewer who was tuning in tonight to see a Briscoe on TV. Uh, I almost darn near predicted in my head the way this would finish. The, Ricky's not going to take uh, the pin. No. A- Andretti does not hurt him the way he took the pin because we had the outside interference. When, when, when all of a sudden, when three guys come down, and it was weird because – if you're the JS, there's three guys that didn't even come down with the other three guys. There's six guys in JS, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all of a sudden, why would you have the why would you have the third guy come down if he wasn't going to get involved? Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, um, the way they did this match uh, made obviously Ricky look good, um, and the only reason Andretti took the loss is because he got hit with the baseball bat. Yep. So with the baseball bat, and, yeah, I, uh, very well done. Yeah, in, in another layer to the story, I saw somebody else tweeted out, so I can't take credit for it, and I didn't think about it right away, but it makes sense. Is another interesting layer to the story is Sammy pins Andretti. He beat Andretti, something that Daniel Garcia and Chris Jericho have yet to do. Mm-hmm. Another wrinkle on that, you know, because because you know that that faction's gonna break eventually. So, yeah. and there's going to yeah. be something with Garcia and Guevara. So, um, interesting. And Sammy, once again, getting the heat from the crowd tonight. Huh. You Always. still suck. You still suck. <laughs> no, yeah. he, he could be one of the top two or three heels in the company right now. Yeah, he oh, knows yeah, what he's by doing. Far. And, yeah. He's and, had a good and, trainer. And you know, Tony loves him. Tony doesn't have him lose too often. 
No. So. No. All right. Up next was that video package that we talked about honoring the legacy and career of Jay Briscoe. Uh, and then we go into a very weird transition from that video to this next match because uh, Excalibur realized they were back and started talking, but then nothing else happened. So he goes, okay, well, maybe we're not back and restarted. Right, right. He, he was I, a little was off his game tonight, but I, it was an emotional night for a lot of people involved. Yeah. And you could tell Excalibur was struggling pretty bad tonight. You could at, you at could. some points. Yeah. And that was one of them because he's like, all right, let's just let me get this dialogue out so we can get the next match started and I can kind of regain myself as everybody's making their entrances. He right. didn't get that right away. So um, we get Darby Allen, Buddy Matthews in a TNT championship match. Um, about halfway through the match, the, the lights go out. The, uh, the rest of House of Black shows up. Uh, Sting attempts to take them on himself, and uh, then out came Ortiz, uh, something to do with Rampage, which I didn't catch, so I was a little off there. Yeah, they lost um, the match against Eddie and, and, and Ortiz, and Eddie okay. turned on Ortiz and hit him with a chair after the match. Oh, um, okay. I don't know if it was a full-fledged heel turn or just more of Eddie taking his frustrations out. Um Either way, it's yeah. a good wrinkle to the story. Um, yeah, we knew Darby was going to win this match, but I thought it was a really oh, yeah. good match. I really enjoyed it. Give me more of Buddy Matthews on TV. Uh, Shep got to see Buddy Matthews live in South Bend on Wednesday at Warrior Wrestling 27. Um, what did you think of watching Buddy in person Saturday? Uh, Buddy is a big, big, <laughs> big dude. Um, and he's the smallest of the House of Black. Yeah. But I'm talking the way that guy is built, and uh, uh, the the buddy that went with me, uh, Mikey Sellers. We we both had a comment that a guy like Buddy was on this show, um, and he wasn't the main event, close to the main event. But he, there were some other independent wrestlers that were on this show that were good. But you can still tell the difference between a guy like Buddy, who's been WWE uh, and AEW. They move at a different pace. Sure. They are mm -hmm. so much quicker, smoother. Um, and and actually, the way the match ended, um, I, I would say we're going to see Buddy Matthews again in Warrior Wrestling uh, in, the, in the region. Um because they left a little bit of a cliffhanger, a little bit of a uh, of a storyline with him, but such a smooth performer, great to watch in person. Um, he it was, it's funny because he came uh, the way they do the Bendix Arena in South Bend, which is a neat little arena. It's designed for gaming, but uh, they actually have a heel and a face uh, entrance that actually comes out of the basement of the arena. And Buddy came out of the face one, which I would not consider Buddy a face in a... Not right. No, no. No. Um, but the the gentleman he faced, um, which is actually the Warrior Champion, uh, KC Navarro, which has had some AEW dark matches. Mm -hmm. And his, uh, his uh, manager is uh, Frank the Clown. Oh, God. Which we all know is uh, Mick Foley's son-in-law. Yeah, <laughs> and he is annoying. 
Yeah. And I can't believe Mick has not put him through barbed wire yet. Well, flame, flaming table coming yeah, up. Maybe he has, but, and we just didn't see it. Yeah. But uh, so so it was, it was quite funny to see Buddy come out of the uh, face uh, entrance ramp. But hey, yeah, it was it was an entertaining show. Um, anybody that listens to KOP here in northern Indiana, southern Michigan, or the Chicagoland, literally check out Warrior Wrestling because they put on a heck of a program. They bring in some great names, and it was an awesome show. Fam- it was family-friendly for 95% of it. Uh, the main event, one of the uh, luchadors threw some F-bombs and some middle fingers, but... Happens. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, literally, it was it was, it was was super entertaining. It was it was awesome. It, was, it didn't feel like an independent wrestling event, even though it was. Um, but, yeah. Hats off to Warrior Wrestling for sure. They were uh, they put on a hell of a show. Yeah, I saw a good handful of the uh, KOP Twitter followers were, were at that show. So, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, a big shout out to the gentleman that they rented that ring off of. I've put that ring together before. Yeah. <laughs> Merle Ramsey. Hey, and the beers are only five bucks a piece. There you go. Can't be that big yeah. sixteen ounces too. It'll be that, but so <laughs> what I'm hearing you guys are saying, Dom, Dom, Dominic Mysterio better watch himself because buddy, buddy's jacked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it got to be real life, I would take buddy <laughs> over Dom. And I always like the Mysterio family. I thought those guys sure, were awesome. Sure, sure. But uh, I don't hey. think I don't think Dom is uh, can be man enough for for Rhea. Hey, I hey, don't either. Hey, he's an ex-con now. He, oh, yeah. he could take Buddy in no time. He's he's had guys like that when yeah. he was locked up. He knows how to handle guys like that. Um, That's what they said on TV. Don't yeah. you know? They, they, you can't lie on TV. You got to mm-hmm. be watching that WWE shit. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'll, I'll get to the, my comments on that after we're we're done recapping Dynamite. Okay. I, I got I got some thoughts on that. But but yeah, good good win for Darby tonight. Good win for Darby tonight. So. Great match. I thought it was one of the better matches on the show tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, you know, I wasn't sure about Darby being a two-time TNT champion, but he, he wrestles for it every week, and, and they're good matches. So, and, and next week we get him and Joe in a in a no holds bar match. Yeah, which, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't so even I, I don't even want to know what Darby's gonna do. I, I can't <laughs> complain because the guy just he goes balls to the wall every week. I mean, heck, he went balls to the wall in Japan and moved his last uh, yeah match. I did watch that match. It was a very entertaining match. Um, the the uh, and I know it's different over there, but I thought they could cheer a little bit. But Darby's entrance over there didn't get. I don't know. If, I don't want to say they didn't know who he was. He didn't get the pop that I expected him to get. Now, a couple of his uh, moves got you could you could hear the uh, the the fans gasp a little bit like whoa um, <laughs> so no he did he did well over there um sting did well over there and freaking the mood of man he's he's a goat he did well it was it was a, it was a very entertaining six-man match um and uh i didn't realize noah put on that big of a show in that big of an arena that was a shock to me um and it was a 
uh, a fun card to watch. I've watched, I think, everything but two or three matches so far. Um, don't know a lot of the guys. Uh, Timothy Thatcher was on the card, which we'll get to here in a bit. Yeah. Ninja Mac was on the card, which follow him from GCW days. Um, but other than that, I was, <laughs> you know, but hey, some very, very talented uh, gentlemen, and it was a very entertaining show. And uh, Darby's a young boy, according to Muda. I don't know if you guys saw that on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it got a pop yeah. out of me. So, but yeah, looking forward to Darby and Joe next week. And I got to think, boys, I got to think maybe Wardlow makes an appearance next week. Mm. He's got to come back and get revenge at some point. He's been off TV for darn near a month. Mm. Unfortunately, I don't want to say anything negative, but I think old TK has dropped the ball on Warlord. Oh, oh, and we talked about this last week. I don't disagree, but I just think when he comes back, he's coming after Joe, and I think this is a good placement for it because if he gets involved, then it doesn't make Joe look weak losing. What if if they wait a while and they repackage him? Sure. Give him a a little bit. Give him a a different gimmick. I don't know. He's going to have short hair now. They cut off his ponytail. Yeah, so, so he's got to grow the sides out a little bit at least. Yeah, I don't know. I think no. maybe rebranding a little bit. Yeah, maybe because um, I think the the warload days of of chaining warload as he comes out of the inch of tramp, I think those are past. So mm-hmm. they did sour a little bit as twenty twenty two went on. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Uh, up next, we see a video package for for Adam Cole. And he says uh, he'll, uh, he's not sure when, but he'll be back in the ring soon as you see Revolution off in the distance. Right, right. So now it's just who's he going to face? Yeah, yeah. And then we get uh, Matt Hardy and Ethan Page versus Jungle Hook. I'm not even going to talk about the whole entrance for Ethan and Matt because... It's the it's the AW Dark is, translating over to is, is, is Matt on Zoloff? <laughs> so happy. He's so happy even when, when when Ethan like gives him stuff. He's so happy and I'm like he just rolls with it. I, I almost kinda like this Matt Hardy right now. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is by far one of my favorite mats that we've seen. And I yeah. like Ethan Page a ton. Zoloff so. Matt's your favorite, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, because it's more of a real Matt Hardy and not a gimmick. Because you like see him, him in, in the videos and stuff he does with his wife's TikTok and things like that. This is how he's acting on those. So we're kind of now either that's still the gimmick Matt, or we're starting to see more real life Matt on AEW. I like all four of these talents. So I enjoyed this match quite a bit. Oh yeah. It was a good one. And of course, jungle boy and hook uh, pick up the victory. Uh, And it's teased that this may not be the last time that these two team up as jungle hook. They figured it was going to be a one-off and they're doing well. And, I don't know. Maybe we're getting a new tag team forming that's actually going to stick involving Hook. Because everything so far with Hook, tag team-wise, has been once or twice, and they're done with it. Jack Perry doesn't need it, though. He doesn't need another tag team. No. No, and neither does 
Hook, and that's why I think this could work because they're so good. Okay, Hook's still young. I know tonight was match 20 for him. Um, but, you know, he's he's so over with the fans that he doesn't need a tag partner. So you put these guys together who can team together and do well, but they don't need to be a full-time tag team. They can go do their own thing and then come back when need be. Nah. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. It's okay. It's okay. We're all entitled to our own opinion. Sheps, yours just sucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I, I think it works in the short term. Tonight it worked. But I feel if you look at the top tag teams in any company, there's at least one really, really good talker. Well, yeah. Hook, Hook doesn't mean, talk. Okay. So he's Jungle out. Boy's not that good. And Jungle Boy has a lot to work on when it yeah. comes to the mic. I thought he got better, though, this past He year. has getting yeah. He has gotten better. I, I thought with the, the stuff back and forth with him and Christian was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, But if he goes into a, a full-fledged tag team with Hook, he's going to have 99.99% of the talking. True. And that could that could hurt them a little bit. Good uh, point. So, yeah, that's why I think. Hey, in the in the in the short term, this works. You know, they can have each other's back. But eventually, we we both know both of them are going to be singles guys. Right. Oh yeah, and and that's kind of where I was getting at is they can continue to have each other's back in the future, and then if one of them gets in a situation where they need a tag partner, they have the other one to rely on. I like the finish tonight. That it was a good finish. Ethan Page's ego cost them the match. Yes. Yeah. I like that. That's he's well, all ego. I mean, eventually, uh, coming March fifth, I could see Hardy and e- uh, yep. Page on the pre-show. Maybe. Yep. Yep. Perfect spot for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know that'll that'll be for the uh, Hardy's out to the contract or something like that. Um, and maybe maybe by March 5th, you get a return of Jeff um, and yeah. get involved that way. Um, all Not to go on a rabbit hole, but I'm really good at those. Uh, all signs report that Jeff's doing very, very well. Yes. Yes. In his recovery and, and everything. So, you know, hey, we're, we're a month and a week away from from March 5th. So. You know, maybe maybe we see the return of Jeff, and he gets he gets mad out of this contract or whatever the hell it is with with uh, Ethan Page. And I know some people online were wondering where's Mark Quinn been from Private Party. He's he's on the shelf. He's got an injury, so that's why we haven't seen him. Doesn't surprise me. No. Maybe, maybe Jeff will swanton Jackalope through a table. <laughs> oh, that would be great. That would be fantastic to see. Hey, we didn't get the big Jackalope tonight, so uh, yeah. Yeah, in, in the other, in, I won't do it. Don't worry, Shep. Well, there's two big jackalopes we didn't get tonight. True. Yeah, and I won't mention. Now you're that. talking about, but I was also talking about Sam Singh. I see. I wasn't gonna go down that rabbit hole. Um. So both of you guys off of television today made me happy. We didn't we get Jake, one of the three. We didn't get Hager in his hat though. Okay, so we got one of four. <laughs> 
<laughs> that yeah. makes for great television. He, you know what? He makes me laugh at that stupid thing. <laughs> he does. He does. It's entertaining. Do I want to see him work every week? No. No. Do I want to see him talk about his purple hat with his lisp? No, but it kind of pisses me yeah. off. It works because I'm like, I shouldn't be enjoying this, and I am. I know it's it's <laughs> fine. It's it's perfect. It's just, he he makes six figures yeah. to play with his purple hat. Good for yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, up next, we get some family therapy between the guns and the acclaimed with Billy's. This was, it's two this cents. Sucked. This was so this predictable. Was terrible. It was awful. It was so predictable. I, I figured going into this, they were going to talk about how he was never there mm-hmm. on the road, which is true. Right. We, we all know that. We all know the schedule that the WWF slash E had for the old ass man back in the day. And I think it was actually closer to 330 or 340 instead of 320. But, Big number, you know. no matter what it is. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, to me, this was so predictable. Um, the only thing that wasn't predictable was was the acclaim laughing at that, saying "Get over it." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But other than that, yeah, uh, the could have made the, up for it. And when you had the chance, the you, therapist, she was awful. Yeah, God, yeah, they couldn't have got the therapist from uh, Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan at the time of Kang. I mean, at least that guy was comedic. Yeah. Um, okay, you could have had like Leva Bates fill in as right? a therapist, right. even. Right. I mean, it was this sucked. I was I didn't I I knew it probably wasn't gonna be good, but this was worse than I was expecting. We're gonna get a few between those two for the tag titles. Like I said, my fear is the guns are gonna take the titles off them. Um that'd be that'd be that'd be awful. But maybe maybe they should call up Uncle Bart and, and even the size three on three. <laughs> old Bart still got a little CTE action from the old uh Tough enough in the ring, where the hell that was. brawl for all, wasn't it? Brawl for all, yeah. What a stupid idea, Russo. Oh, butter, oh, Butterbean just knocked Bart in the next week. Actually, he knocked Bart in the, the freaking WrestleMania of 2030. Yes, he did. <laughs> he so hard. Or they could, I guess, they could uh, call Uncle Chuck, Chuck Palumbo, <laughs> who supposedly yeah. AW tried to get to come in for the. Uh, uh, National Scissoring Day or whatever when they had that celebration thing. Oh, is that the, the talents that they couldn't get a hold of? Yeah. They, they referenced were... in the ring? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, next, we go backstage where uh, Renee is hanging out with Adam Page. She's spending more time with him than her husband, it seems. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> guy. Mm-hmm. And he says uh, the more he tries to look forward... He sees back to Ohio where this started with John Moxley. He says he'd like to knock out Moxley in Dayton, Ohio. However, Wheeler Yuta appears and says he's not cleared tonight, but Moxley accepts it and he challenges him to a match on Friday. And Hangman says you do realize that the same thing that happened to Mox is going to happen to you, right? So we're getting a little bit of that edgier side of Hangman back, which is nice to see. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so how many weeks is Mockman off TV now? Is it been three? Three. Yeah, little vacation. Yeah, he was planning okay. on taking three weeks anyway. When oh, hold you on, know, you, guys, you guys are forgetting one thing. Did he not want to take a vacation with his wife? <laughs> <laughs> He's babysitting. I yeah. mean, 
She got the vacation when he was supposed to, so now he gets a vacation while she works. I mean, listening to interviews and and reading Mox's book, um, I could see that dude wanting to have a what what I would consider a staycation where you literally just stay at home. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see that guy spending bucks on a resort, no, you know, fancy dancy oceanfront stuff. So no, no, I could really, really literally see this. So kind of makes sense a little bit, but yeah, I'm like every time, you know, you know, he passed on a vacation after the whole CM Punk and PS and, you know, took the company back on our shoulders and he was supposed to have, I think they said six weeks off then, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so he didn't do that. And No, of course not. Maybe he decided to take three weeks off and tell his wife to go to work. <laughs> I need three weeks at home with the kid. You go away. Yeah. It's going to be a fun match next week, though, and I, I don't know who's going to win that thing. Um, I could see them kicking the show off with that match and putting the 30-minute time limit on it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. – And drawing it. I mean, are you going to give Mox two clean losses in a row? That hasn't happened. Mm. You know, since AEW started, do you, do you th- if if they if they do a draw, um, what kind of stipulation match would they have in March fifth? Because that's I, I feel like it was leading into right. No DQ, street fight, lights out, lights out. Yeah, but the lights out is usually in the in the pay per view though. Yeah, yeah. to me that doesn't mean anything. Like, I almost feel like ooh, ooh. exploding barbed wire death. Nope, we've no. been there, done that at Revolution. <laughs> no more sparklers. I almost feel, almost feel could be a and I, and, and both these guys. It's not going to happen. It'll almost be like a career versus hair match type deal. Yeah. Ooh. I, mean, I quit match. And I yeah I quit, yeah. Um, the the problem is we already have a sixty minute Iron Man. So I don't know how many gimmick matches they're gonna do. It's Tony Khan. He likes the gimmick. <laughs> it's true. Um, we'll I, have I, at least March fifth. March fifth is gonna be something with these guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't figured out what, but it's gonna be mm-hmm. something. But uh, we we know at least two because we're gonna have the casino battle royal poker chip climb the Brass ladder match. ring thing. Yeah. Yeah where you get to challenge the champion at any future time next week on Dynamite. At least last year with Warlow, they waited a little bit. Well, I think that's because of the storyline that Warlow already had going. True. But yeah, every other time, it's yeah, literally next week. Yeah. You might get a week in between, but that's about it. But the Wheeler Utah stuff, yeah, the, the BCC is just not what it was. Um No. And I'll comment on that. I mean, they, they didn't even go help Danielson tonight. No, no. And, uh, yeah, I, I got some, I got some comments later that we'll, we'll get into, but speaking of Danielson, we get Brian versus Brian Danielson versus cage. Um, this match, I, I mean, I knew how it was going to go, but there, they did good. There were a few times I thought, okay, this is where it ends. Um, but no, no. And that roll-up was quick for that win for Danielson. Yeah, he escaped. I mean, he took the majority of the punishment. Cage looked yeah. good. Uh, Cage's contract's coming up in a couple weeks. 
Sean Ross Sapp and Fightful reported. So mm. it'll be interesting to see what happens there. WWE has reached out with interest, which that's the look that Vince loves. Um, but if I'm Cage, I've been used pretty well this uh, last half part of the year, the last six months or so now that ROH is kicking back up. I'm a trios champ. Maybe yeah. I sign a short-term deal and see what happens. Get through March at least because they've got uh, a ROH pay-per-view coming up at the end of March. Right. Right. Or mid-March. The Mohawk's stupid. It is stupid. Cage, oh, yeah. Cage needs to leave. I've been over Cage for a long time. And he might. And he definitely might. Yeah. So. Or he may become ROH only and we don't see him on AEW television anymore. Yeah. I, I'm I'm okay with uh, no Prince Nana and no yeah. Brown Cage. It's just been interesting with Cage. Like, we didn't see him forever. But then Tony decides to pick up his contract, and then the last six months he's been on TV a ton, and it's some of the best work he's done, in my opinion. Well, yeah. When when, when Tony picked up that option the last year, Brian Cage was was uh, pretty outspoken. He was frustrated. Yeah. And and he was ready to move on. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was kind of shocked they did that, and then they picked him up, and then they didn't do much with him. Um, and then on the, and then out of the road. stuff, up. but I mean, nothing against the guy. I mean, yeah, he looks like a million bucks. I, I just, he just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. I, I, I could see him fitting well in the WWE thing. He doesn't mm-hmm. talk well though. Um, so he's going to need a mouthpiece. They've got guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think it'll work out well for him. I really do. I'm not, try to be negative towards him or the WWE, no. uh, but they have enough uh, talent and all that stuff mm-hmm. to, to make it work for the guy. Like I said, he looks like a million bucks, nothing against him. Right. Yeah. Um, just, just not my cup of tea, especially in AEW. Yep. Yep. I agree. After the match, Cage attacks Danielson and focuses on the bounty as MJF makes his way down to the ring, attacks someone in the timekeepers area I guess if we kind of shove his attacking, I mean, props to that guy for selling the hell out of it. That was a a tough shove, man. He gets a chair, gives it, what? Or he's really good at selling it, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did great at selling. He gets a chair, gives it to Cage, who puts it inside, and he then sends him crashing into the ring post while his arm is stuck in the chair. MJF throws some punches of his own as he traps the arm in the chair again, holding Danielson as MJF jumps down on, looks to jump down on him, but Takashita hits the ring. Takeshka. Takeshka. Come on. Takeshka. I, I'm I'm terrible at names today. It's a week of I can't pronounce names. Uh, no, it was good. I like that. You know, MJF brings them up later in, in a promo backstage. So mm-hmm. getting the rub for the kid again. Another guy Shep saw over the weekend. We saw an indie on Dark. So he's uh, he's got a bright future out of him. And he is a lot bigger than I thought he was. <laughs> he's a he look small on TV. Yeah, he is. Probably six four, and he is built, and he has stupid athleticism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very very entertaining this weekend. The guy he worked um, was an ex NXT guy um, that I didn't really care for. Uh, 
like he didn't do anything for me. Like I, I knew he was uh, he had a run in NXT, and I think he was part of the COVID layoffs uh, in NXT. His name was uh, Zachary Wentz, I think is what it was. I, I'm familiar with the name. Yeah, you know. part of the Rascals or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, well, he was okay. He worked it out well for uh, Takashina. So, but yeah, I, that kid. 22, 23 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So you had an exchange with Flair on Twitter today? Yeah, Flair was Flair uh, was very, very harsh on his chops. Mm-hmm. And he took it well. He said he'd love to learn from yeah. him, and, and he said he needs to work at it. So I don't now how many how many uh, Tito's and cranberries did Flair have when he did the podcast? Who knows. Uh, probably about as many as he did to show up on Raw wearing the suit he did, but you know that's <laughs> that was hey, hey that suit played, Paul. <laughs> that suit played. I'd look good in that suit. All right, now I'm not going to do that. You do that, Shep, and I will get you to stand in the ring at FWF in June at the Moose. Oh, I'd look good. I'll make suit. it happen. I'd look good in that suit. Right, you just you won't have suit. gold over your shoulder. That's okay. uh, no, because I will. <laughs> I teed by, that one up for by you. By June, I'm sure I'll have it. I, I teed that up for you. Yeah. Um, backstage, Doc Sampson says Danielson can't wrestle. Danielson says, too bad. I'm going to do it anyway. You can't stop me. I don't know why we even ask you. Uh, and he's going to expose MJF as a fraud, as he is the person that should be the AEW world champion. Yeah, predictable stuff. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like the... Uh, the aggression was nice. We're getting aggression on both sides now, MGF and Danielson, so it's mm-hmm. it's heating up. I mean, we got a, we got a month to go, so they got to they gotta keep the aggression pedal in the metal here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, up next, we get uh, Tony Storm versus Ruby Soho. Uh, throughout the match, they reference the fact of this... Um, homegrown versus outsiders Mm -hmm. feud line that's been drawn. Um, They referenced that Ruby's not homegrown at one point and then accidentally called her homegrown and (laughs) backpedaled on that. And uh, as we get to the end of the match, Storm hits a DDT coming off the second turnbuckle. Yet Soho kicks out. Brits music hit. This was originally supposed to be a triple threat match, but uh, due to injury, she was pulled. She looked fine. It, it was Adam's injury. I liked it. It caught me she by couldn't. surprise. I thought she was injured. Didn't expect her on show tonight. Loved the spot that she came out in. Crowd popped big time. DMD chant was big. Gets a distraction. Gets the Ruby gets the win. Ruby looks kind of confused on her face. So th- this show was really good. As they sh- as it should be for a late January show when we're gearing up for a big pay per view in early March, it was good at advancing storylines. That's what this did. This match, I really enjoyed it. Thought it was a good women's match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't have too much to to complain about. Like I said, it was Adam Cole's injury. That's why she couldn't. That's why she couldn't uh, wrestle tonight. Had to be there for Adam to help I, him I, in the I, ring. I guess she did get busted open last night on Dark, but that was taped a couple weeks ago. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe they're just trying to carry that over from Dark. Could be, could be. 
Who knows? It's TK. Could be. Or maybe it's, you know, that time of month. Oh, boy. Who knows? <laughs> next. Anyway. Next, yeah. I'm going to let that one be there. Uh, MJF cuts his promo. Yeah, MJF's <laughs> promo. Let's talk about that. Timothy Thatcher, Danielson's opponent for next week. I love yeah. it. Yeah, from Noah. I'm all for it. So they got I actually know the name for a change. Hey, here, here's the here's what I like about this, and this is what I hated about tonight is the guys he's worked, except Brian Cage. Okay, I think he could tear the house down with Timothy Thatcher. Is a stiff brute. Son of a gun. I mean, the guy's got a chip front tooth and he mm-hmm. and he sells it. Like that to me, why would you ever get it fixed? Is it's part of his gimmick, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the guy was a stud in Evolve, uh, was a stud in NXT. Um yeah, and from from what I read a little bit about him. The reason he was released is once he had his feud with uh, Tommaso Ciampa, which was pretty good, um, they put him in a coaching role in the Performance Center. And he's 38, I think he's 38, 39 years old. Like, what a stupid decision. It's like when Vince wanted to put Adam Cole in a managerial role on the main roster. Yeah, I mean, they wanted to (laughs) cut his hair and give him a crew cut or some shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. but yeah, so you got this guy who hey, in the professionally world, in the mid to late thirties, you've proved yourself, it's your prime, you're ready to rock, go make some money. And they put him as a coaching role in the PC. So he leaves, he gets his release, shows up in, in pro wrestling Noah and has some bangers over there. And I like how they showed a video package of him tonight too. Helps the people who aren't familiar with him. Learn yeah. about them a little bit. That's what you got to do because in the past, they would just announce the name. They'd show up next week. Everybody's got their research on their own. Or if you remember back in 2019 when the Butcher and the Blade appeared to attack Cody, everybody's like, who the hell are these guys? I was one of those. Like, who the hell are these guys? Why should I care about them? Right. So, at least they're doing some groundwork this time. Yeah. So, I, I, I think that match should – completely steal the show next week. Yep. And I know we have Hangman and, and Mox, but this match should absolutely steal the show on paper. Think of the card we get next week. We get those two matches. We get Joe and Darby, no hold barred. Get they claimed in action next week. It's, it's going to be stack card. Again. Unfortunately, I think the Darby-Joe match will be overshadowed by what ridiculous high spots Darby does. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. by far. By so, far. yep. Again, we're gonna enjoy watching it, but when it comes to an actual professional wrestling match, you put Danielson and Thatcher on paper. Sorry, guys. So, sorry, Mox and 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 Hangman. Yeah, y- y'all can't top this one. Just yeah. like last week when everybody was talking about Bandito and um, Danielson. Oh yeah, it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was trying to look for next week's card. I can't find it. But, yeah, you guys covered, like, everything they've revealed so far. I think so. Up next was the main event. Jay Lethal 
taking on the long-awaited debut of Mark Briscoe. Loved this match. Absolutely. I have nothing but compliments for this match. And, of course, it went the way it should. Mark Briscoe picking up the victory on Jay's birthday with the Jay Driller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what what timing mm-hmm. to have it on his 39th birthday? Um, yeah. Love they brought Bobby Cruz back to do the ring. Yep. They brought Caprice Coleman and uh, Rick Abani to do commentary. Um, one thing that surprised me was how emotional Jay was when he came on the on the yeah. ramp, and Mark was not. not I'm Mark. I'm wondering if Jay and Mark might have embraced right before Jay went out, and that's kind of. Or maybe they talked or something, and it kind of got it flowing for Jay. I'm sure that was because even even uh, old pencil ear Sanjay mm-hmm. Dutt was <laughs> was uh, <laughs> was uh, old pencil ear. Yeah, he was even even he was a little emotional, and and you know gave the hug and left, and you could tell Jay was struggling. Lethal was struggling mm-hmm. a little bit, which mm-hmm. obviously. No, no judgment there. I, I understand it completely. Um, but then when when Mark came out, man, Mark came out ready for a fight. Like he was ready to pump that crowd up, and he wasn't phased at all. Yeah, I don't know who said it, but it was as they were exchanging the chops. Commentary said, "You know, everybody grieves differently. Everybody deals with things differently, and these guys are doing it their way." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe that's the way Mark did. Now Mark got a little emotional afterwards when he talked to the camera at the end yeah. of the match. Uh would obviously uh respectfully so he was gonna do that. Oh absolutely. I loved I love the talent coming out at the end. Um TK you know, on TV, while. which is very rarely seen. Yeah. Um TK came out, like you said, uh, uh big embrace with Christopher Daniels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw the young bucks out there, and I'm sure they embraced afterwards. But they were towards the left side of the stage, um, my screen left, so probably right side, right side of the stage. Yeah. Um. So, you know, they were towards the end. So, I, and I'm sure once the the cameras went off, I'm sure they uh, had their time with Mark. But yeah. Uh, and I love how they incorporated all the Reign of Honor stuff. Ian, Ian was on commentary. So was the other guy's name's escaping me right now. Um, uh, Chris Coleman. And then Chris Coleman. Then they had the in-ring announcer. Um, all good touches there because that meant a lot to all those guys to be a part of it. You know it did. Um, you know, reach for the sky boy. That got the crowd popped right away um, with that music when that hits. Like you said, the J Driller, perfect timing. Afterwards, he talks to the camera. He speaks to Jay Briscoe's family, to the daughters who are um, reportedly doing better. So that that's fantastic news. And then mm-hmm. he he speaks to uh, Jamin himself. Says Jamin, thank you, baby, love you, man. So that got me when I heard that. That that made me a little emotional. That was like that that hits home. And then, like you said, the the roster coming out, the great graphic in the background, perfectly well done tonight. That's in the show. The- the look on Mark's face as he turned around, I don't think he was expecting that because Jay got out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
went up and joined everybody. And then he turns around and it's just like, wait, what? I was shocked yesterday, not only with by Warner letting Mark Briscoe be on, but also yeah. Mark wanted to wrestle a week after his brother passes away. I didn't know if he'd wrestle in the near future or not. I or ever again. I don't I didn't know what was going through his head, but like you said, that was probably his way to coop. And I did see an interview last week with um, Jay and Mark's mom, like the day after it happened. Mm. And they're a very religious family. And she pretty much said, as much as we're going to miss John and we can't focus on what we've lost, we have to focus on what we have. So I think that's kind of the mindset of the family. Um, As tough as it it is, they're trying to remain positive. and, And like you said, this is what Mark loves to do. And it's probably what he knows to do, how to get through tough times. Yeah. Yeah. And the the history of Mark and Jay, of course, throughout the match was great to hear from commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, oh, I had it while you were talking, and then it, it slipped my mind. Oh, uh, commentary saying that Mark's shoulders are big enough to carry the Briscoe name into the future. Yep. Loved how he brought both titles out tonight. Thought that yes. was great. So, okay. So what do, what do we do now? ROH. That that was a question I had too. You can't strip Mark of the title, right? No. Maybe he vacates him. No, no. I got I got an even better idea. (laughs) I got I got the Shepherd Fantasy Booking running. I'm giving you a pen, not a pencil. A pen. I got it. I got it running strong. There's there's one guy that loved the Briscoes more than anybody in the world. And I know he says he's going to be off TV for a while, but he could show up to help Mark defend those titles. And that's Dax Harwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know everybody. Oh, you're a Mark for Dax, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Get over it. But could you, could you imagine him, whoever, whoever wants to challenge for those titles? The next, the next ROH pay per view, and he says, "Hey, look, TK approved one partner for me. Here he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think either member of FTR would be up for that. How about you, free free bird it? Well, I, I feel more Dax just because he's outspoken with this podcast. True. Well, yeah, 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 and and." Cash is seems to be, from what I can hear, understand from Dax, he's more laid back, more private, more quiet, whatever. Good for him. Yeah. Um, he's not a ship. No. Not outspoken like me. But, yeah, I mean, God, can you imagine the pop mm-hmm. Dax would get to, to come out? You know, like you said, there's a, there's a pay-per-view in March. Um, March 31st. March. Yep. So... Right before FDR's contracts are up, or right around the time they're up. Yeah, and I'm going to be Mr. Positive, because I'm always positive, right? I never have anything negative to say. After the actions that happened in WWE over the last 14 to uh, 24 days, I don't know why I said 24 days. 21 days. Sorry. My math sucks. Last three weeks. 
it'd be really, really hard for FTR to go back. And he, he publicly said that. Mm-hmm. And I can completely agree with that. Yeah. Um, so, it only leaves one other place, man. Mm-hmm. Now, if they want to take a break and do an indie run, yeah, good for them. They can do that. Um, there's actually one title or one company that they have not held the titles that I'd really like to see them hold, and that's the NWA titles. Yeah. I thought I was going to say Impact for some reason. No. <laughs> Come on. You know, they've never held the FWF titles either, so they can, mm-hmm. uh, you know, come on over to the CCAC and sell them to pay, pay up, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, Shep, you got some money I can borrow to, to pay FDR to come. Uh, hey, Tanner works at a bank. I do work at a bank. <laughs> yeah. That's true. We'll pool our money together, boys. But we might be able to come up with enough money to pay for, you know, what, what Vince was paying them per year. Yeah, I mean, Oh, I mean, Dak came out and said he... They're a pretty big number. They turned down seven figures. You've got to be absolutely a nut job. Uh, let me rephrase this. Hold on. I don't want to be negative. you got to be miserable. You would, yeah, you would have to be miserable. You would have to actually be that passionate about your profession. And I know... Hey, the three of us, we all work nine to fives, right? Yeah. Paul works six to two or whatever, whatever his, his hours are in the lovely radio world, but seven to five. We we, we all have our, our our day jobs. But to turn to turn that down, I mean, you gotta be passionate about your profession. Um and he came out, and he, he, I love that he always says, I'm not speaking for cash. But I personally turned down, so you know cash is the same thing, but I personally turned down seven figures, over a million dollars, to not go back to that place. I mean, they, kept, they kept bumping it up, yeah. trying to keep them. Yeah. When he, what, what, what did he say when, the, when he first hit the main roster? He was making $125,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. Hey, Still that's living. Yeah. That's a lot of money. But he also says, I was on the road 300 days a year, and I was paying for my own hotel rooms and my own rental cars. Mm-hmm. Sounds like up quick. Sounds like WWE pays for the flights. Okay. Hotel rooms, rental cars, and you're eating out three to three meals a day. Pays up quick. Yeah. Yeah. You eat that up real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. So. Yep. What are we talking about? How do we get down this rabbit hole? You said, what do we do uh, with yeah. ROH? With oh, yeah, yeah, ROH yeah. tag titles. Yeah. No, that's a good solution. I like it. I'm on board. Uh, I was hoping we'd get a graphic. Mark Briscoe's all elite. But I, I keep yet. checking uh, Twitter for it. That might unfortunately take a little more time. Yeah. And, and Mark Briscoe might not be ready to, to go back right. to full time. Right. He might right. not be. You know that might that might come down the uh, the pipeline. I mean, mm-hmm. it sounds like the funeral services are this coming Sunday. Yes. So. Yep. He's obviously going to go back to Sandy Fork and and, and handle that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe we get it. And, and man, what do you what do you do with him if you make him all elite? 
He's a singles competitor now. Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you have him show up March 5th and get involved in something? I put the TNT title on him and say, big F you to Time Warner. That's true. I like that a lot. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, I'm all for that. Hey, you want to say we can't do this? Mark, you are now the TNT champion. And did they have to put it in their bio like they do on, on Twitter that, that mm-hmm. Mark Briscoe's the their champion? Yeah. 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 I I don't know. I, I think if he is all elite, well, no, that I take it back. He's already signed to ROH. Never mind. That was dumb. Never mind. I mean, he's got a contract. He's he's right. he's going to be a worker, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll uh, it'll be definitely worth following just to see what happens in the future. Yep. So, all right. No somber notes. Um, we've got a head of revolution. I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on Saturday night, the Royal Rumble. Rumble? Well, can I comment on Monday's episode first? <laughs> sure. Uh, 30th anniversary of Raw. So I tuned in. First time I've tuned in to the beginning of Raw in quite a while. I've uh, been. R- yeah. Thir- well, I didn't care about that. Terry yeah. could have muted his mic the whole time. I've been fine. Yeah. I don't. Uh, whatever. I could go on a whole tangent about that guy. Good and bad. Um, I am a real American. There we go. There we go. <laughs> you guys didn't know I could sing, did you? Well, oh, that's impressive. Sure. I'm going to sure. clip, clip that one out. Uh, yeah, that's going all over the socials. I, I thought the first hour, <laughs> yes, it is. I thought the first hour was really fun. You know, yeah. he had a lot of legend spots. I thought the Undertaker stuff was a lot of fun. Um, but then after that, it was just the last two hours was just regular Raw. Pretty boring, in my opinion. It's just hard for me to watch. All right, so how do we celebrate 25 years of DX with five minutes? Celebrate 30 years of Raw with DX on there for almost 15. That's that because, didn't seem right to me. Well, that's because you spent. 32 minutes of the bloodline stuff, which oh wasn't bad. No, no. that's, that's it, it's a good story. It's, it's it wasn't wasn't bad, but I mean, you you lost a women's cage match, which could have been really good. Yeah, those two girls are awesome. Would yeah. have stole the show. Yeah, and all of a sudden that turned into some type of a squash because the bloodline segment ran long. Okay, if it's me, cut Sonia and Belair. Let Becky and Bailey have their match. Let Becky and Bailey have a cage match. Absolutely, I'm watching mm-hmm. that, and I'm not a WWE fan. Exactly. So, yep, they screwed up. They dropped the ball with that big time, and yeah. a lot of people were outspoken about it on Twitter, as they should be. Yeah. Hey. Uh, it, it, it's hard booking, you know, guys. So, so give H, give him a break. I, I kind of retired. I kind of enjoyed that part. So did I. Um, I liked Kurt Angle being out there. He's always fun. Well, I love. I yeah, the, the whole DX thing when when Road Dog was doing the entrance, and he said, you know, the Road Dog Jesse James, and then he went to go the ass. It's a bad ass. And Kurt? all of a sudden, there's Kurt just standing there with his neck hunched over. With his cutoff T-shirt, looking like an eighty-seven-year-old dude that's got done playing pickleball slash shuffleboard, 
and, and I did enjoy Road Dog when the when Guther and his guys come out and Imperium, and 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 they're all like, "Who's gonna fight him?" Road Dog like steps up, ah, I'm not gonna fight him. You know, like, that's that's pretty. And, cool. it, and then uh, Triple H called him uh, Butterbean, didn't he? Butterbean, yeah, Butterbean, <laughs> like easy Butterbean. Which yeah. old Road Dog? He put a little weight on. He did. Yeah. He got a little gut going. He got a little gut going. Um, mm-hmm. Now the only. I, I know what was with X Pac and the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Well, you can't see very good. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> Imperium, I, I get they're trying to put those guys over, but to have Triple H, arguably one of the biggest talents that we'll see in our lifetime, get nose to nose with Gunther and say, Oh, yeah, I'm retired. He backed down like a little, you know what? And mm-hmm. HBK. Yeah, HBK said, oh, I'm too old for this. Yeah, yeah. I, I like how he pretended that he was going to go for a super kick. He, yeah. he turned and backed and, eh, no. Yeah. That, that was probably one of the more entertaining spots of the night for me. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Until they hit burn it down. then it, Then it started going south quick. So not not back, even back there. Street profits for me. So, so back back to your you're getting ready to go for your predictions for the the rumble. rumble. Yes. So go ahead, Tanner. I'll let you go first. Man, I think they, I think they got to go one or two directions. They got to go Cody Rhodes or Sami Zayn. If I'm them, I have Cody win. I don't have Sami in the Rumble at all because I'm afraid if they have Sami in there. And he doesn't win, that crowd might flip, like they did. They did when Reigns won when they wanted Brian. Because I know they love Cody, but that crowd is hot for Sammy right now. Sammy's Sammy's good right now. Yeah, that's where that bloodline storyline's going. Yeah. Well, the elimination chambers in Montreal, which is Sammy's hometown. I don't know. I'm going. I'm going. Cody Rhodes, though. That's my pick. I changed it from last week. So. I would love. Um, I'd love to see Cody win. Obviously, mm-hmm. we, we we all have talked about that in the past. But I think it's time with, especially with with K Kevin Owens mm-hmm. uh, involved with the main event. I would love to not see Sami Zayn in the Rumble. But El Generico in the Rumble. That'd be fun. Um, and everybody, everybody be confused. <laughs> who this guy? Who's El Generico? Yep. yep. Obviously, people that followed Sammy's going to know who that is. But again, on, a lot didn't on on television. People yeah. were going to perceive him. I was like, who's this guy? I'd love to see the return of El Generico. That'd be awesome. Hey, there's 15 spots left, so I'm gonna get some surprises. Or what? What if he had? What if he had? Uh, and what happened with old uh, Mick Foley? What if he had Sami Zayn enter early, get eliminated, then come back as El Generico? That'd be great. There you go. There we go. That's how you get El Generico into WWE. Yes. So who are you guys picking? 
Well, I mean, the, the smart choice is Cody. But, and I can't take credit for this because somebody talked me into this, and that's on the uh, the other podcast I now do uh, with Cletus Farmer, the Take yeah, It Home podcast. He's going to leave us soon, Shep. No, no, I'm going to, I'm trying to be like Tanner and have like 12 podcasts going. Don't on. do it. Don't do it. Are you on us? No. You, you moonlighting son of a buck. <laughs> But uh, uh, shout out to Cletus for the, this one. Um, Gunther. At least in the final three. Oh, I'm sure that I can see. Yeah. He's so boring. Just, just don't make yeah, it. Yeah, but they're and pushing I, him hard. And, and I know Lesnar's going to be in the Rumble, and it looks like his story yes, with Bobby's yeah. going. But don't let Lesnar win or don't. I don't know. If it's not Cody, have it be Sammy Zang or, or even Seth Rollins or or Dwayne Rock Johnson. Man, isn't that some isn't that some BS that he come out and said, Look, right. even if I can make this work, I'm not in the shape. You've known for over a year, Rock. Like that that was some that's some that's why I think he's working on that's some right. Bush League Twitter stuff right there, I think Rob. He's working us. And, yeah. and we talked about this on the Take It Home podcast as well. He knows it's not going to take him zero time to get in shape. He's not going to show up what? until like two weeks before Mania. The music's going to hit, crowd's going to go nuts. He's going to interrupt Roman and he's going to tell him, you know, don't make any plans for night two of WrestleMania because it's you and I one on one on the grandest stage of them all. I don't think you can wait that long. Oh, I think you can. I mean, they've already sold a huge gate for it, but. Mm-hmm. Well, most of those were on the assumption that The Rock was going to be there. If they've already sold a huge huge gate, then they could literally have The Rock show up the they day could. before Mania. Because he's not, they don't need him to sell tickets, but. I mean, he does have a lot going on, of course, with movies, and XFL is going to start in April. Um, for the third That's time. why you have him at Mania. Yeah, I, I know. I literally think Mania is April what, Paul? Second or third or whatever. Yeah, yeah. no. No, because... Uh, yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's Final Four weekend. It's Mania weekend. Yeah, it's usually uh, the first Saturday slash Sunday of mm-hmm. April. I was thinking it was later on, and never mind. I, I was actually thinking... I almost thought it was April Fool's, and I'm like, that'd be hellacious fun. <laughs> Night two end up on April Fool's Day, yeah. but is obviously the Rock physically. We all see him, but to get in ring shape, I would think he could get that done in under thirty days. I would think so too. So He's probably already doing it. All he right, came no, out it's, any call. it's on the internet. It's real. Yeah. But yeah, they can't lie on the internet or the TV. Correct. So my other two questions for you guys is we got 15 surprise or 15 spots for entrance. Who's some of your predictions, I guess, for a surprise entrance? Uh, Matt Cardona. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zach Ryder, see, you mean? Yeah, he no. just filed for the copyright for mm-hmm. Zach Ryder. And woo, and woo, woo, woo. Yeah. yeah. I think he comes as Matt Cardona. Yeah. I really do. All right, he comes in as Matt Cardona. Cardona gets thrown out. He comes back as Ryder and wins the Rumble. You just took my El Generico. (laughs) Yeah, you did. I did, yeah. We'll see it, like, multiple times. Uh, The the four faces of Foley are going to show up, too. Could could we get the glass shattering on Saturday? 
I don't see them putting him in the rumble. rumble. He's not going to win. Yeah. Um, I see. I think we'll see him in Mania at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now here's an interesting report. So I sent you guys the FIFA report that supposedly he was offered a stupid amount of money to go against yeah. Roman. Meltzer came out yesterday and said, no, it wasn't against Roman. It was against Lesnar. And Sean Rossep said, well, how about both? So supposedly it was a triple threat. Stone Cold, Lesnar, and Reigns was pitched at one time. I can, I can see Stone Cold not wanting to get freaking Suplex City seven times yeah. Yeah. Lesnar. So I could see him turning that down real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that, and to me that that didn't that didn't look fun. No. So no. Yeah. I don't care how much money you're paying me. I'm not going to Suplex City. He'd throw me in this crowd from the ring. <laughs> no, well, six rows deep, Tanner. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it'd I, be a competition between Darby, Ray, and Tanner. Yeah. Only Darby and Ray Phoenix will be throwing themselves that far in. Tanner will be being thrown that far in. They could take bumps. Tanner can't. So, it's not um, that difficult. Also, no, it is. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm, I'm you can't about do that it. Last night, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to take a bump. Um, <laughs> how about John Cena? Do we see him in a room? He's mm. cover boy of 2K23. Yeah, so they're gonna have to do something with him. Him and Theory, I think. For I'd rather see that than him and Logan Paul. Yeah. Uh, All right. Here's an an, again. I'm. I'm gonna watch this because it's the Rumble. I'm right there with you. Like you give two, you know what's about Logan Paul. I, know, I will right watch this you. Sunday, so don't spoil it for me, boys. Right. It's Saturday, isn't it? Yes, but I don't get to watch got, it till he's Sunday. He's got a show. He's got a show Saturday. So. I'll, I'll be busy Saturday night. Yeah. Your boy, your boy's got a title shot. Yeah, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he better win. Don't screw it up, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> I can screw that up. Now, I'm not the one that's going to screw this up. He better not either. So, don't worry. Fireball's got a match, too. So, we're good. You're drinking Fireball? No. Oh. The wrestler. My client. (laughs) Yeah. The good one. I like Fireball. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. I I need to bring a bottle on here one week. I got got one on the fridge. Um, As you hold up a tea bottle. Um, All right. So, here's an off the wall. I have... uh, I've I've made golfers think at Rochester that this is Jack Daniels before in the morning. Hey, yeah. I'm still I'm still waiting on Kettle to be our sponsor. <laughs> but that that golfer that thought this also he he's an insurance salesman and I got him pretty good that morning. So Blake? Yeah. <laughs> he thought I was drinking Jack like at nine in the morning out of the bottle. Well, I mean, you know, we're both friends with Shep. That wouldn't surprise anybody. Um, so off the wall, um, surprise rumble entrant, Charlie Haas. Oh, because we've got Shelton in now. Isn't he really hurt or didn't he get really get messed up a few years ago in the ring or something? I know he came back in like impact and then I thought he got hurt. Yeah. But you know, to show up in WWE and get thrown over the top rope doesn't take much. But, uh, yeah, just to see, have uh, Shelton and his current tag partner, who I can't think of, Cedric Alexander, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. He's got well, a tag partner. Well, the hurt business, I don't know, though. I don't. 
I, yeah, Benjamin's got a tag partner. That's all I know. Um, but have Haas come out while those two are already in the ring. Have Shelton kind of struggle. Who do I, you know, do I go with the history? Do I go with the current? What do I do here? And everybody gets eliminated. My shocker entrance. Bully Ray. All right. I know he's been working with Impact, but I, I have a feeling Bully Ray has a really big opening in a contract. And Devon and we just left. See him as, uh, the Dudley. We'll see him as Bully Ray. Yeah, because Devon's not there anymore. Devon so, gone. He so got there needs to be no Dudley reference. Yeah. So if it wasn't for the new New Japan show on the 18th, February 18th, I would say JY. But I don't think he would ever appear before his contracts ran out. And now, I guess the percentage of WWE, according to Sean Sap, is not as high as it was before the Vince McMahon. So we'll see. WWE be stupid if they don't sign him. Um, yeah. Because you could put a card on that guy for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who do I... Nobody's going to argue my other one. Where is the Rumble at? Is it Houston? Sure. I'll look it up. Uncle will tell me. I'm trying to think of any legend around that area. All right. So, so Booker T. There we go. NXT commentator. There we go. Yeah. Um, King kind of hinted at getting back in. Corey Graves. Oh, Corey Graves. There's my surprise. There we go. He's been he's, he's cleared. Cleared. He's cleared. Yeah. So so nobody likes my uh, other surprise one. Said so Charlie Haas is enters Benjamin's trying to decide who and they all get eliminated by Kane. Oh god, Kane. <laughs> I didn't hear that slip. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, okay. San the American Antonio badass is back. San Antonio. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. And and it was the American badass that taught Kane yeah. how to do the last ride. So Yeah. Do we see Mickey James show up as impact champion again in the women's rumble? It's on her last ride out. I guess Vince was so ticked about that last year. He did oh, yeah. not want her out there with the impact title. They said Vince, this was part of the agreement. And verbatim, he said, ah, let her make it quick. And so, like, he literally just went off, like, backstage. Like, Do we need a censor button for you now, Tanner? I didn't say it. I you, I mouthed it. Uh, people watch it. I don't want to put an explicit rating on this podcast. So. Well, then don't let Shep go down too many more rabbit holes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I get fired up sometimes. So we've been talking men's Royal Rumble. What about the women's? Oh. Chelsea Green. For a surprise, yeah. Rhea yeah. Ripley's winning it. Rhea, Rhea's winning it. But she wants to be in the men's. Say it to her face. <laughs> All scared. Yeah, <laughs> I would be. No, no, she wants to be. Seriously, she wants to be in the men's. Well, she did so uh, face down. You gotta have her lose the women's to be in the men's. You know, if if they, the women's is always first. If they keep the uh, if they keep that open minded, uh, 
relationship with Impact and have Mickey. Man, there's somebody that's teasing to come back to to fight Mickey. That's Gail Kim. Gail Kim was a she came to WWE for a while and yeah. her her short stint and then and scurried back to uh, Impact TNA whatever. But mm-hmm. man, I always always enjoyed Gail Kim matches. Mm-hmm. I and I don't know if she can still go, but. Man, to have Gail and Mickey on the same card to maybe escalate that feud and impact. I know, I know WWE is not going to be like, I'm not going to promote your stuff, but I don't know. Trips, Trips has some open minded stuff. I mean, he, it could work. Mm-hmm. Look, you're not going to have the Bellas. <laughs> That's clear. Yeah, they had an awful week. So yeah. you're not going to have the Bellas. So you're to, to get 30 women. You're gonna have to start digging deep, man. Mm-hmm. They'll dig and dig into the NXT roster. And another one. And this is this is really far fetched. This is pencil behind the ear, shotgunned out. What about old Alley Catch from GCW? I like it. All right. So if we're going, uh, I mean, really wild. What, Brent Waterdale loves Stephanie. They tweet sure. pictures about you about them all the time. Sure. So, so if we're gonna go really wild, let's just you know continue to stir the pot. AJ Lee, because uh, you know if her music hits, every freaking person on the internet is gonna go. Oh, Punk's gonna be in the Rumble. Yeah. And people who aren't watching are gonna tune in because his wife's there. Oh, Punk's still under contract. Uh-huh. Well, they, they don't care about that. DDP's still under contract, isn't he? And but he was on, uh, the thirty. But but you know she has her little commentary gig with with Wow, and uh, that's fine. Yeah, I don't I don't see that at all. Never say never. True. You said Punk wasn't going to show up in Chicago either. Well, he did. He bought everybody ice cream. <laughs> I want one of those ice cream bars. Oh, it's kind of yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah, we didn't get those. We got punk post show going. Yeah. Ah, go home happy. I'm and, out of here. And before we wrap this up, we never did give a show rating or a wrestler of the night either. Oh, yeah. Oh, where you go, Paul? He was, he was so excited to talk about the rumble that. <laughs> no. No. No, uh, I figured we'll get all of that out of the way and end the show with that. And never did get your guys' rumble picks either. I told you. Cody, Cody, Cody. Cross yeah. Right. And then I said, if not, Cody, Gunther. Gunther. Okay. Walter, right, right. whatever we're calling him. <laughs> Big guy. <laughs> Hard chops. Yes. That one. Uh, Speaking of hard chops, freaking Brian Pillman Jr., Played some man, did he? Oh my gosh. So watched him this weekend at, at Warrior. He wrestled a guy from the East Coast called Beast Man, which is a big human being. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> and I mean, I was a couple feet away from a couple of those chops. Those were hard. Like hard. So Brian Pillman Jr. He can put some chops in. 
and they were more, yeah, they, they were just, they, they were more hits. They, they, yeah. So anyways, go ahead. Okay. Where are you going, Paul? What's next? Um, let's see tonight's episode of Dynamite, shall we? Uh, Tanner, you go first. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. Solid stuff. I really liked, you know, the Jay Briscoe stuff, within, uh, including Mark, like we've talked about over and over again. 7-7. Um, seven, seven. All right. Shep? I'm going to bump my rating up. I'm usually a little harder on the show than you guys. I really enjoyed the show uh, leading up to the main event. And I, I was going to, at first I was going to take the main event out of my prediction because everybody's going to love the main event. True. Yeah. Emotional, but man, I just really love this show. Um, and I think this is one of my highest predictions or highest rating, rating. Not, not predictions. I'm going eight four. Whoa. Eight four. That's like your highest, I think. That that's that's really high for me. Wow. And I still fall in the middle at eight one. Wow. I gotta stop bottom. going last. And, and I think we're all in agreement on who the uh, wrestler of the night is, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got to go with Mark. Yep. Yeah. Um, the composer composed he showed tonight was ridiculous. Yeah. He got emotional towards the end, um, you know, which we talked about earlier. But man, he came out ready to ready to go. Mm-hmm. That table spot was awesome. Oh, by far, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he came out ready to go, and uh, good for him. And like I think we talked about earlier, man. I hope hope Tony makes it right, and I hope yeah. you know, whatever. Obviously, he's got some ROH commitments coming up, and then after that, you know, I hope this isn't the last we see of Mark Briscoe on shitty Warner Brothers Television. Sorry. And, and you know, here's how you could always tweak that. You could say that yes, he's still ROH. But the Briscoes are ROH. Mark is all elite. Brody Lee's still all elite. Yeah. Yeah. So why are you, uh, why are you flashing that pencil at us? I don't know. I, I picked up a pencil to hand it to you because you said your far out prediction, and now I'm just it, it's now it's part of my hand. You always like Sanjay, don't you? No. No. Uh, one no, one I'm... spot I wanted to talk about tonight, and I completely forgot when we were recapping the match, was I loved the callback with the buckle bomb and the stomp in the Darby Buddy Matthews match. Yes. Love those little callbacks that they throw in there. Mm-hmm. AEW does. Thought that was really, really well played. Absolutely. That would that would have been my match of the night if we would have said match. Um I thought the I thought that was a really, really good match. Nothing against you know, Mark Briscoe and Jay, but no, no, uh, Darby and, and Buddy, I thought was a hell of a wrestling match. It sure was. Yeah. And the way it was booked is Mark and Jay Lethal were uh, an ROH match anyway. So you could sure. go with the Darby. I kind, of thought, I kind of thought they would change the ring skirts to ROH tonight for that, but probably you know. ran out of time. 
I did like I did like though, of course, he um Lethal wasn't playing the heel tonight, you know, and he wore the Jay Briscoe shirt and only Sanjay came out came out like you hinted or you referenced earlier. No no uh, sat numb, no no slap nuts tonight. Yeah. So that that was nice. That's how it should have been. Well, when you spent no time about I think it was the Derby match. It could have been the it could have been the Cage and, and Danielson match, but they used the ring apron and they slid it to the left, and you could tell that was the only ring apron underneath uh, underneath that. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. No time. Yeah. I, but I for having that. Bobby Cruz on the mic and and Rick yep. Bonnie and Caprice Coleman, eh, I kind of thought they would, we would get a little ROH uh, ring ring uh, what do you call it, apron or whatever, but. And maybe Tony didn't want to because he didn't he didn't feel it would be right if they didn't change all the guardrails too, which is going to take time. Yeah, the the new guardrails they have are Oof. are massive. Different. I like the guardrails better than the WWE guardrails, mm-hmm. um, but. We're, we're going to have to see what happens when Mox comes back next week. Are they going to leave one separated so he can rip them apart and enter through the crowd? Or is he going to have to yeah, go back to style and jump them? Yeah. They <laughs> yep. Well, hey, he's used to uh, standing on a little stool and hopping over him from yeah. another yeah. company. So. Sure. Yeah. Which uh, he, I was surprised in the vignettes, uh, some of the people that I saw. For the thirtieth, by the way, and some that they left out. Yes, yeah, some should have been in there that weren't, and some were in there that I went, "Oh, yep. we're gonna have a yes movement and but, but, a, a Jericho and a Shield." The video they played at Starter All though the other night was really oh, cool. that was fantastic. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. Good show tonight, right. though. It was fun. Yes. Now that I've drank my lemonade again. Um, I'll wrap us now that Tanner's already said three-fourths of my clothes for me. You're welcome. Be sure to follow the Kicking Out Podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. Be sure to listen to the Kicking Out Podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast. And if that happens to be Apple Podcast, leave us that five-star review because we want to be five-star KOP. And we're already on our way in Canada thanks to Shep because the Canadians love Shep. (laughs) Freaking Canadian. <laughs> um, they love hockey and, and they love Shep. Yes. Polar opposites. Now we need but, to get Shep and skates on, on the rink. There we go. Hey, I played in the NHL alumni golf tournament this year. Uh-huh. Okay. And how much about the NHL did you know going into that? Hey, Jim McMahon was there. <laughs> <laughs> Throw out old names. I know old people. Yeah. Yeah. Marley McSwirley. Google him. He was a hockey player from the eighties. That dude was a legend. Love to slam beers with him, which I did. Um, Marty McSwirly, yeah, played for the Edmonton Oilers or Calgary, one of the two. Oilers or Flames, one of the two. We're we're moving up that Canadian list as as you keep talking, Shep. So so keep going. Dude's a legend, by the way. Hey, Labatt Blue, you can sponsor us. Come on, come on. (laughs) They're more of a Molson, extra dry. Which I used to love drinking that beer because it's like seven percent. So yeah, whatever. Hey, Mo- anyway, Labatt Blue or hey, <laughs> are we going to start having the 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 drink of the week? 
Are you going to copy sure. Dax that much? Well, the only difference between me and Dax is he's got tequila. He has tequila, which has a lot of variety. I only found one vodka. So I'm pretty consistent on my vodka. I mean, I like Tito's, American Man Company down in Texas. But other than Tito's, that's the only vodka I drink. The other shit sucks. Hey. We can talk about what you're using as your mixer for the week. There we go. Oh, it's well, come on, it's a little bit of the bubbly. Yeah. That's where I was going for. Yeah. I I literally use cherry bubbly. So there okay. you go. Now you know what Shep's drinking. The Canadians will be drinking it soon. Hey, they new they, Canadian they, drink. I'm throwing another one at Grey Goose. That's another vodka up mm-hmm. north. Yeah, no, it's shit sucks. <laughs> I've tried to get a sponsor here. <laughs> Sorry, I uh, I'd, I'd rather drink Costco brand than drink. Well, well, Goose is out. So so much for that. Sorry, Goose. I mean, what do we? What? I'm not trying to get political there, but man, yeah. rich company, whatever. I don't know. Well, I mean, Shep's got a nice colored cup there. Well, we got a little, little, hey, little Rochester glass. I, I was referencing the color. Oh, sponsorship. Well, this is, a, this is a first, boys. A rabbit hole in the closing. <laughs> the first cup was a tribute cup, but I drank yes. that one, so I made a second cup. So. I was referencing the blue and going hard. I'm out of a drink, so. Yeah. We're drinking to close out the show, and Tanner's just like, I'm over here. Anyway, if I, ever, to- if I ever do get a bottle of Casa Azul, I will learn to drink tequila. Although Dax drinks it neat, I would mm-hmm. have an ice cube in mind. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I I mean, there's there's only one whiskey slash bourbon I'll drink neat. Um, other than that, I got to have a little, little ice cube. So he, he might make fun of me, but. I got more hair than Dax, so there. Take that. <laughs> Not much. Hey. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean it's, this is self-inflicted. Yeah. yeah. I look like a girl a little bit. I look like Paul. <laughs> there, yeah, I can't cut mine. See, then I start to look gone. like Dax. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe anyway. Anyways, anyways, don't forget to check out uh, the uh, Kicking Out podcast store at kickingoutshop.com. Support a great podcast. Look great doing so. Um, we're we're going to get some new uh, promo codes for you eventually, so hang in there. If you're looking One of these for a days. Promo code, we'll, we'll get you one soon. And uh, don't forget to follow Tanner Lee on all social media at TannerLee92. Follow Austin Shepard at the Shep twenty seven on Twitter. Follow myself, Paul Zartman at Paul Zartman nine two one. See now he's doing the pen. Pick on him. I was trying to point. You guys love Sanjay Dutt. <laughs> I did like his. I liked his TNA work at one time, but his 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 pants are. He admitted it. Seven inches too short. He, he admitted. And he wears high tops. Make sure I point the right way. He admitted it, Shep. So you, he admitted he likes him. I said I at one right time here. I liked his TNA stuff. See, there you go. Well, Tanner watched TNA. Yeah, I did. I liked X Division. It was still TNA. It was probably on Spike. Mm-hmm. No, that would have been too soon. Fox Sports 1 and then Spike. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Tail end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only reason they had it on Fox Sports 1 is because – 
they demoed ECW, mm-hmm. Fox. Yeah. Well, and it was like you know, Fridays at like four o'clock in the afternoon. It was yeah, an then, awful time slot. Then, then it they used had, to be TNN. Yeah, yeah, TNN. And then they brought in Monday TNA Night Raw on TNN. There. We had we had Raw on TNN for like two years, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And then they they let, Raw left, went back to USA, which it should have been, and then they brought in fucking TNA. Oh, <laughs> that goes excellent. <laughs> I told you we can't go down rabbit holes. <laughs> and we went down a rabbit hole. I mean, you gotta put it explicit or cut out the last right. five that minutes was, of the that show. Was that was worth it. That was worth it. It's just awful. All right. Uh, be sure to follow the Kicking Out Podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. And finally, before we go down any more rabbit holes and have to put up 12 explicits uh, for Tanner Lee and Austin Shepard. I'm blaming uh, it on Terry. It's Terry's fault. Yeah, there we go. Uh, for Tanner Lee and Austin Shepard, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week, uh, maybe, as we kick out yet another podcast. <laughs>